You gotta beat the man! And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. With a million... Work. CM Punk, where are you? Daniel Bryan, Triple H. I think I, I now I'm just naming random wrestlers. Mike, WrestleMania. I, I like the fact that you started by going Mike and then James, as if you weren't sure of your you weren't sure who you were. It's like it's like, it's like with Mike and James, really him? Oh fuck, that's me. Hello. Abs- ab- absolutely. How the how the uh, how the devil are you? Mark Henry's back. Oh, I was I was fine until then. <laughs> I know the big news of the week. Mark Henry's back. I know. I'm fine, thank you, darling. And I'm and I'm. I not wanted to start the show on a downward beat, but I will just for this one second. I'm delighted that Mark Henry is not the US champion. <laughs> yeah, I think we all breathe, breath, breathe, breathe, breath, or whatever. Breathe. A, 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 yes, yes, yes. A sigh of relief. So Mark Henry's back. The show yes. can only get better from here, Mike. <laughs> Very good point. I mean, to be honest with you, I thought Roman Reigns would challenge him. I, 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 I swear that's that still going to happen. See, I know, wouldn't, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it have been awesome? Mark Henry comes back triumphantly. Roman Reigns basically says, I'm the best in the shield. I can beat you ever I want. Mark Henry comes out, Reigns pins him in one minute. Good work. Yeah, wouldn't see that coming. And hey, you might as well use Mark Henry. That but that'll be the most useful that Mark Henry's been used for. And I'm including the Brock Lesnar thing because you know you could have done that with anyone. Unless unless you just had a barbecue and you're not sure who to give the leftovers to, then he's quite useful. That's true. He, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I, yes, yes, I'd, I'd imagine he is. I'd imagine he is. Mark Henry. Mark Henry. Because for so many occasions, I've been that guy. Where you get to the end of a barbecue and think, who will want this? Mike, do you want anything? Oh. <laughs> I have been that guy. You've been that man. Basically, you've, you, you've been the um, orbiting version of Mark Henry. Oh, you bastards. <laughs> except, except with three times the charisma. And let's be honest, Mike. Let's be honest, yeah. yeah. You have not been... You have not had a WWE contract for 10 years. But no. I'm confident that you'd be better in the ring. Oh, you darling. I love the idea that you say like 10 years ago, I did have a contract and it all went tits up. Well, there, there, there. I was signed at the age of 19 and I lasted about 20 minutes. Yes, yes, yes. But, but in that 20 minutes, you made more of an impact than Mark Henry. Is Mark Henry, that, is that his real name? I don't care. No, it's, 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 it's <laughs> you don't know. I think, I, I, I honestly, I think it is. I, no, I, I do care and I think it is. Okay, good. It's a shame, yeah. really. He doesn't have some other name. That's a bit funny. That's all. What, you mean like Mark Turd Bungle Henry? Yes, yes, yes. Mark Turd Bungle... Turd... No, um, you know what I'm thinking, but I don't know if I can say it on radio. I don't, actually. So, uh, moving on. I've got no idea what you're thinking. Well, I'm not sure it's called Turd Bungle or Turd Burglar or The Hamburglar or... The Hamburglar. Oh, the ha- yeah. Bit, bit like, um, bit like... Rosie. Oh, yes, yes. I remember The Rock calling him the Hamburglar. From Mark Henry to uh, Monday Night Monday Night Raw. Yes. Um, okay. I sent you a link on Facebook. Did you? Yes, you did. Yes, yes. yes. Um, 
basically it was uh, either before I think it was recorded before Raw, where basically I so, yes. Michael Cole comments on the CM Punk chance, basically saying that'll die out quickly. It did unfortunately, yeah. um, but almost kind of mocking CM Punk really, or the chance in a way, and probably the fans. Well, it is mocking the fans a bit, but in a horrible way, he is right. He is, he is. And the problem is, two things are going to happen now. Yeah. Nothing, which are probably, you know, it's probably going to happen. Or go on. when they go to the certain arenas, and in particular WrestleMania, yeah. are some of the fans going to think, right, fuck this, and basically really, really go for it? I mean, that's essentially going to be one of the two things that are going to happen. I think Mania, there will be quite the punk charm, yes, because the, the diehard tend to go to Mania. I know, and, and, and once again... Not, right? necess- not necessarily in terms of buying it, a lot of casual fans will buy it, but in terms of actually going, they tend to be the hardcore. Yeah, I mean, these are people that the night before, they've gone to the Hall of Fame, yeah. and, and, all, and all sorts of things. However, I do believe in the immediate vicinity of Mania, the actual town itself, WWE is trying to put a ban on, all of, on any of the other wrestling companies doing anything there. On in oh. terms of arenas and potentially certain types of halls and stuff, which I does not make any sense to me. If that's it's bit, true, it's a bit petty. It's a bit petty. Uh, the thing is, they'll probably be in that town to see Mania anyway. I know, and and, and it's basically become almost um, a, a half week or a week long wrestling festival, whatever town exactly, Mania is in. Yes, indeed. And it, and it and it, hel- and it really the, helps each other. I mean, you know. It's normally you have like Dragon Gate there, you have Ring of Honor there, you have like yeah. a WrestleFest kind of uh, con- con- convention. And le- yes. and let's be honest, I mean, uh, does it really take that much away from WWE? No. Not in the slightest, because I'm sure, let's be honest, WrestleMania is an event that will sell out anyway. It's a wonderful occasion. So I don't think having a couple of Ring of Honor shows there will really make it... If anything, as you say, it might improve things. It gives it more of a wonderful, festive uh, feel. It does. And also, did you see the article on WWE.com recently where they praised Ring of Honor? (coughs) Um, Excuse me. Um, No, I didn't. They did a very interesting article called Ring of Honor, an indie influence. Okay. A whole article about Ring of Honor. Basically, they're acknowledging the fact, as I've mentioned recently, that, you know, Seth Rollins, I think, um, was Ring of Honor. Daniel Bryan was Ring of Honor. Um, Antonio Cesaro was Ring of Honor. CM Punk, of course, was Ring of Honor. Basically, they're acknowledging how much uh, influence he's had. Are you right, love? I'm just blowing my nose. I do apologise. That's all right, darling. So it was basically that, and it was it was really cool, because although obviously I knew what they're on about anyway, it was really cool that they were acknowledging them as a promotion that has some incredible talent coming through. That's really weird. They acknowledge Ring of Honor, but then they say, no, don't, don't, basically, don't, don't, you know, become successful on the back of us on the Mania weekend, which, which to mm-hmm. me doesn't really make any, any sense. It's, as, as we said, no dent in WWE. No, uh, not at all. Bizarre, but then they will quite happily give them a free plug, essentially, on their um, on their own website, it, which which is such a shame because no Ring of Honor, yeah, as you said yourself, no Punk, Samoa yeah. Joe. I mean, I know he's not WWE, but there's so, there's a big list of wrestlers that we would never have had the joy of seeing potentially. Absolutely, I mean, uh, Jay Lethal, I think, was Ring of Honor. Uh, you know that new tag team TNA we saw, the Wolves. They're Ring of Honor. Yeah, or at least one of them is Davey Richards. I don't know about the other guy. Uh, a hell of a lot of good talent has come through there. 
very, very unusual. It is a bit of a weird one, I know. But the article started by saying that the main event of a card in 2006, I think, was Daniel Bryan versus Jamie Noble. Wow. And Jamie Noble is now back with the Dunno Bree as a backstage agent. Wow. Yeah, which is a bit of a surprise. Great for him, obviously. Absolutely. My We've got Appleby! He never really reached the heights of what his talent was, probably because he wasn't a big guy. He was always quite little, yeah. I mean, obviously that didn't stop some of them. No. I, I, I don't know. I mean, hmm. I'm not sure what to make of him, really, because obviously it was a bit weird that you had Jamie Noble and Jimmy Wang Yang. Yes. Both. And it's a shame that when things didn't work out for either, they didn't put them together again, like the Young Dragons. Yeah, I know. They were fun. I know, it is a shame. I mean, I mean, when you see something that works and WWE don't want to do it for whatever reason, whether it's an ego because yeah. they didn't invent it or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, WWE always seem to think they know better than any other organisation. They don't. Not always. I mean, a lot of the times you could say they do, because to be honest, they've been the most successful, so arguably they must do, if you see what I mean. Yes. But in certain situations, things just write themselves. I know, and how many times have we uh, done it here within seconds? It's been so easy, things have written themselves, of how, as two wrestling fans, you know, how j- just from our point of view, and it's, you know, what, what, what do we know, really, about wrestling yeah. booking? But just from our point of view, a potentially a better storyline. Fair enough, if you don't think that, that's fine. But it's a, it's, a, it's a weird one. But even stuff like, it's been going on for so long. Farouk and Vader are two very big examples of guys who were super over in WCW and WWE didn't quite work. With Vader, arguably they didn't change a hell of a lot, but they changed bits. They did. And with, and with Farouk, they totally changed him. And yet, surprise, surprise, he didn't become as big a deal. No, I, well, I mean, I, I'm, uh, perhaps a more recent example being Goldberg as well. Yeah, that's a very good point. <laughs> so, which is it, a shame. It, it's a great shame with Goldberg. I mean, WCW, we all know, they weren't... Some of the things they did were just weird. But as you know, I was a big fan of WCW. They looked at Goldberg and right, and went, he can be effective if we use him this way. Yep, and, and it was seen on WCW. When they used him that particular way, very effective, very over. The minute they didn't use him the way, arguably, Goldberg should have been used, it completely went downhill, meant nothing, and ridiculous. And also, at the time, it was it, I reckon it was two things. It was half that, and it was also half the fact that, at the time, they seemed to have an idea that no one was better than... No one could hold the belt apart from Triple H, which was just odd. Yes, and... Uh, uh, when you, I'm sure when you look at history dictates, yeah, it wasn't it was uh, definitely not one of the more successful WWE years. Certainly not in an artistic, creative type way, if that makes any sense. No, and in terms of hype and even pay per views, I, I haven't. I'm not looking at any figures. Wouldn't yeah. surprise me though if um, over the last twenty years that was not very successful. That year. I see once again. I mean, two th- I stopped watching wrestling, as I mentioned before, for about six months, around 2002. I kind of missed a lot of the invasion angle, which, according to some people, was not such a bad thing. 
But when I came back in, it was only 2003, and it was just Triple H, and who was he going to beat this week? Yeah, and, that's, and that was the time, funnily enough, when SmackDown was actually doing very well. That's true, actually, yeah. Um, mm. With obviously, like, yeah, the Lesnar, um, Kurt Angle feud, and, th- and things like that, hey, yeah. Heyman was booking it. Absolutely. So, anyway, we should get back to today. Let's get back to today, and tomorrow is Valentine's Day, Mike. It is Valentine's Day tomorrow, yes. But it also is another, what could be considered, important date for WWE. Is that tomorrow? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know. Basically... I, I knew it was soon. It is the last day that the USA Network have exclusive, basically, an exclusive time period to offer WWE um, a, a contract, you know, negotiating, until after Friday, the USA Network and all the networks... Um, in America, can bid for WWE. Blimey, I didn't even know that's what you meant. Fucking hell. Yes. So, so it is quite big. And at the moment, um, I've just checked the website. No news has come out. They haven't done a, a deal potentially with USA. Maybe they would have done by the time yeah. by the time you've heard this. And it's obviously going. It's obviously going out to other people. Um, now, interestingly. Um, on the Wrestling Observer, even though no one's actually made any shouts about it, it it wouldn't. Nothing's stopping, for example, Spike making yeah. a bid. Yeah, indeed. And that would put an end to TNA in September. Just a bit. TNA without Spike is nothing. And interestingly, there was the there was debate about the new wrestling um, company that Jeff Jarrett is uh, helping. Or oh yeah. Set up. Um, uh, supposedly. One of the rumours is they're going to be speaking to Spike. I find that hard to believe. Well, with TNA's contracts up in September... Yeah, true. I mean, do we know anything about Jazz promotion yet? Has it launched? I'm assuming not. No, it hasn't. It hasn't launched yet. Interestingly, though, I mean, it wouldn't surprise AJ Styles going over. I mean... Ah, that's true. As long as Jeff Jarrett doesn't book himself to be the champion or the one of the main events... Mm-hmm. In any way, I, I think there's a chance of it being quite successful. It wouldn't surprise me if he used himself a bit just for the first few establishing shows. Depending who else he has, yeah. But exactly absolutely. that. It depends who else he can get. So, if, if, if although this wouldn't happen, if Kurt Angle suddenly jumped to that shit, then Jarrett wouldn't need to use himself at all. No. Absolutely. Doing yeah. Um, so, it's, it's going to be if WWE, by saying no to the USA, if, if USA have offered them anything and going out there, there is the chance, Mike, that they might not get as good as... So, like, USA offered them $200 million, for example. Yeah. yeah, yeah, indeed. And the WWE went, no thanks. And then they, after a Friday, no other, no other network offered them that much or offered them anything at all. Then, hmm. then USA are in actually a quite strong position. They can say, well, no one else wants you, so how about now $100 million? Example. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, right, oh, now you want us. Okay, well, how about 160 mil? Or just say 100 mil? And they'd have to take it. So, so it's, and, and obviously with the network as well, it's, it's a really interesting lead up to WrestleMania, first half of the year for WWE, because they've got the potential to make absolute killing. And in terms of uh, their, their shares, which, uh, w- w- you know, we are, the, we are shareholders too, could potentially Indeed. soar. But the other thing is, they don't... We'll be rich! Yeah, well, yeah, well, the other concern is, Mike... Yes? They don't get a good deal. It's not as good as they want. And there's not... And there's... 
a double whammy could potentially be, normally I don't want to be Mr. Doom and Gloom here, but their WWE Network, for whatever reason, doesn't take off as much as they want. They get, they do not get as many people as they want. Potentially, you could argue, due to maybe the lackluster card that is WrestleMania, perhaps, yeah? And then suddenly, WWE are looking not very good at all for the next, uh, you know, you know, for 2014. I mean, what could easily happen is, as you say, if they get a deal that's not as good as they hope or they want, they will have to be, they will be depending even more on the money from the network to stabilise things in an economic-y way. Yeah, and if that yeah, does, yeah, and I think that's really risky in a business way. I mean, I'm not, I don't know anything about the stock market, the economy or anything, but, but even you and I can work out, hang on, a TV deal is a lot more stable than banking a hell of a lot more on the network if they have to, if it's making any sense at all. It is, it is, it is. And I still think for the, um, for many of the, the casual fan and not, not, not the fans that have followed wrestling for years, but the fans that, you know, are, are new or recent to wrestling in say like the last five or six years. Yeah. Um, this, the idea of, I think a lot of, a lot of whether people are going to buy the network or not, I think re- the really could result around how good WrestleMania is because that's the first free pay per view on there, costing essentially sixty dollars, which is um, which is you know six months worth of the WWE network, right? Yes, indeed. And I think a lot of it, a lot of it's going to be on whether the WrestleMania card looks interesting or not because that's the first free pay per view on the network. So you, if you've got people that aren't interested in the legacy content, the, the old content, just they like the idea of the, uh, of the free pay-per-views and maybe the, you know, the more recent three or four years worth of pay-per-views, mm-hmm. but you have a WrestleMania there, which not many people care about. Um, they're going to think, Oh, well, I won't bother. I'll see how you, you know, potentially interestingly though, the first week is free in America. Yes. I've heard this free trial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for people to sign up. But then again, Mike, they need, they keep saying they need a million people. Um, I do not think they're going to get it in America. They might get yeah. a million people trialing it or over, I'd imagine, potentially in the first, in the first week. Will mm-hmm. you get a million people paying for it? I don't know. If they were to launch worldwide, and I've said it before, I can understand why they're not. I'm a lot more confident if that if they were to launch in Canada, Australia, England, maybe Germany, Italy, Mexico. I think there's a Japan, really, yeah. I think there's a really good chance of getting of getting a million people, especially before Mania. But if they're launching in England after Mania, unless it's before a really hyped SummerSlam, a lot of a lot of um, people on the fence, let's say, might be like, yeah, I don't know now because you know Mania's been and gone, you know. Do you find it a bit odd that they are launching it? I a bit of me thinks. I mean, it's a good deal. The idea that instead of buying WrestleMania by the network, you get it anywhere plus another six months. But would it not make more sense in an advertising way to launch it the day after Mania? It would do, but I think because let's be honest, more people watch Mania than any other pay per view. You could plug the shit out of it on Mania, and the next day, Christ knows how many people sign up. That's true. Well, they are gonna, they are quote, quote Mr. Chalkley plugging the shit out of it on yeah. the on, on the Raw. On, I think on the twenty fourth in ten days' time um, okay. from tomorrow, because the you have the rumored return of, of the Undertaker. Do you? Yeah, and the rumored return of one Hulk Hogan. Well, that would be amazing. Yeah, so, so they are plugging it, and, and um, I see what you mean, 
but I think the the WWE are thinking that if they have Mania free, that's their selling point for the for the network. Yeah, I, I can see their logic, but at the same time, I think Mania itself is a better advert for it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I see, I see where you're coming from. Um, mm-hmm. so, but as I said, really interesting few months leading up to Mania for the WWE, and because they are obviously a publicly traded company, yeah. they will. I mean, they, I think they have to release the numbers at some point as well. Well, for Mania. For Mania, on how many people have got the network as well, for example. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll be out there somewhere, yeah. So, um, it's, it's, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, for, for you and I, you, we, we both said we'll probably get the network. Oh, I would be, if it was out in the UK, Mike, would you be buying the network on the 24th? Yes. Yeah, me, me too. Absolutely, without a doubt. Um, it just it's, it is a shame, however, that they haven't done it yet. Which is interesting because they have actually signed a contract, a new contract with Sky already. And a what we're saying, five-year deal, yeah. That that may have been the pausing point, so to speak. Um, potentially, Mike, it could be after Mania, like you said, or just before as well. Uh, so, do you really think it'd be that soon? I've heard, I've heard early 2015. Really? I mean, that, that's a long time. And once again, Mike, are you going to get your million people without, arguably, their the second, One third, fourth... One of your fourth, biggest markets, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah your, your second, third, fourth biggest markets. I think they should have a lot more faith in the UK in that sense, you know? Yeah, I can only think, Mike, there's some kind of contractual or some legal reason on why they can't launch it in the UK. Because it really, if it's just the fact that they want to wait, it doesn't make business sense at all, does it? There's got to be some reason. I just, there has to be something. There, there may be, don't agree as we say, maybe some odd things, but when it comes to business, they're not stupid. There's got to be some reason. No, when it, yeah, when it comes to, well, when it comes to business, booking-wise, they might be a bit silly sometimes, but when it comes to things sometimes. like that, when it comes to things like that, Mike, you're absolutely right. When it comes to maximising yeah. the amount of money they, 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 they can make there and then, I think you're, you know, you're absolutely right. Hit the nail on the head. They do market things well. I do wonder, because Shane McMahon used to be their head of marketing. Yes. I would love to know when he left exactly in terms of looking at if they market better now than then, you know? Because let's be honest, the way they market Mania the last couple of years has been brilliant. Mm-hmm. They've marketed it superbly. They, their ratings are nowhere near what they were in the Attitude Era, but the Manias are selling like a shitload. Yes, they are. Yeah, they they are. Um, so it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I mean, well, I'll ask the question, Mike. This yes, is Mania. Are you excited about it yet? Well, we know so little about it yet. We do. We do. When at the moment, I'm not hugely so. Obviously, I'm a bit. Any wrestling fan would be. But uh, yeah, I'm not exactly thinking. Oh my god! You know. No. Um. I mean, once again, Ruben matches. Uh, take a. Um, obviously, to Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, yeah, Mr. Wyatt, John Cena, indeed, Triple weird. H, Daniel Bryan, and obviously Batista Orton. They're still I... the matches that people people are saying. Which, which once again con- concerns me. I mean, Triple H, Bryan, yeah, it's a match I wouldn't mind seeing, but not the match that everyone wants to see, kind of thing. Well, I did. I mean, obviously, this will everyone will have thought of this, but there is also rumor of a three-way dance. There is rumour. There, there is rumour. And to be honest, Mike, I think you and I have basically said if they have to have, obviously, Batista Orton in the main event, you sneak mm-hmm. Brian there for the three-way dance and do something else with Triple H. Um, I mean, what is odd is that 
Have you noticed that Batista's not been on... He's not done much since he won the Rumble. He's been on TV a lot less in terms of just actual minutes, if you see what I mean. A lot less than a certain Mr. Daniel Bryan. That is very true. And he's a, and he's also in a... in a Almost... Um, near, nearly quite as bad as Kane-John Cena feud with Alberto Del Rio. A feud which no one really, even by crowd reaction, have absolutely any interest whatsoever. I'm quite a stubborn individual, I think, but I must admit that you are 100% right, or were 100% right, with Del Rio. I don't think I give a shit anymore about Alberto Del Rio. Well, no, and the, the problem is, Batista's basically beating him up each time he's seen him, almost, you know? Um, well, the powerbomb through the table was brilliant. Absolutely, yeah. That was great. You no, know, that, was, that was great. But they always are, you could argue. Yeah, but does it make you want to see the match? No, because it's a bit like, you know, Batista's going to win. He's not in under any threat. Albert, you, they're just doing it because they want him to have a match at Elimination Chamber, let's be honest. And also what's weird is that the win of the Royal Rumble at the moment is not that over. No, no, I, no. <coughs> it's really weird. I mean, let's be honest, they need to make him a heel straight away. He needs to turn around and basically say, I'm sick of you fans trying for Daniel Bryan. I came back, yeah, and I get disrespected. I deserve your cheers more. I demand your cheers. Or just do like a promo like that. Instant heel, and then people think, Godness me, I want Danny Bryan to kick his ass. Godness me, indeed. Godness, absolutely. So, uh, there you go. Um, And also, as we said the other week, then you've got an instant post-mania match. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Instant, instant feud. Although I do prefer your other, our other idea, which is Brian wins it and then defends it against Triple H at Extreme Rules absolutely. to wrap it all up in some kind of horrible, evil, hardcore match. The interesting thing is, though, Mike, Triple H is going to want to do something at Mania. I think because yes. I mean, you know, you like him or loathe him, I do think he has an ego, and that ego yeah, is going to okay. want him to do something big at WrestleMania. And that is probably, I can't see, and this is the concern I've got, I can't see Brian being in the triple threat because Triple H will want to do something with him because especially now Punk's gone. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that too. I don't think Triple H has many options now because as a booker, hopefully, he will go, well, well on the booking team or whatever, he'll go, fuck, we need Brian in the main events. But Punk's gone. What's he going to do? going to face the big show? I don't understand it. Face Albert. Yeah, well, let's be honest, that Big Show Triple H match, which people wanted, never really happened, did it? Oh, uh, yeah, that should have been the Survivor Series uh, match. No, yeah, but instead they, they went against Randy Orton, and it was a Survivor Series that not many people bought in the end. It wasn't a great match, sadly. Now, I can't remember the rest of the pay-per-view, yeah. to be honest, but it wasn't a good match, no. I'll, I'll certainly say that. And I don't blame the Survivor Series yeah. as such, I really, but I, I just blame the booking going into it and the matches they decided. The only, I mean, obviously, there is something I want to mention. Yep. Roman Reigns, okay? Your friend. My friend, Roman Reigns. We went, we went out for, for a coffee the other day. No. Roman Reigns is clearly getting over. Yes. He looks great. Yes. He's got, he's got the long hair. He's muscular. His spear was impressive. He looks great. Mm-hmm. What is weird is that I think he's more over than he should be. You're probably right. You're probably right, Mike. Because skill-wise, he, he's one of those guys where he doesn't do much, but he does do it quite well. Yeah, but 
is it is it a case of WWE? Kind of like a bit like Batista, because let's be honest, he wasn't that amazing in the ring. They're protecting yeah. him. They're protecting him enough to basically still look awesome and for the fans to really get behind him. A bit like Batista and Evolution. I see what you're getting at. By using him in short, sharp blasts, almost a Goldberg style, he looks brilliant. Yeah, I mean, he's got and his does, Superman punch. He, he does do quite the good spear as well. So He does. I, I, the Superman punch is quite cool. One one thing also about Roman Reigns is he's quite a good worker and that his timing is very good. Yeah, and apparently very well liked backstage. A really nice, nice yet humble guy, um, if you believe the reports. Yeah? yeah. Okay. I mean, the only thing he really needs to brush up on, like I said, fit more, a couple more moves in the ring, I think. But I think I've said that about a lot of guys. A couple more moves in the ring, but by God, then he needs to work. He needs to speak better. Would you um, Would you do the Shield breakup at Elimination Chamber or just after? I, the rumour is they're breaking up. Or Roman Reigns is leaving the Shield. I'd hold it till after Mania. Because I'm only saying that um, because the second question is going to be, yeah. Would you at all be interested, or could you see a match in any way between Triple H and Roman Reigns for Mania? It's a nice idea, but I think they have to rush it in terms of booking it and promoing it. They have to really rush it. They would, wouldn't they? They would. I mean, I imagine a lot of people, actually, quite a few people would be interested in it because they just want to go, I wonder how Reigns will do here. Hmm. But I think I think it'd be a bit kind of, Really? Yes. Where'd that come from? Yeah, you're, 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 you're probably right. And a lot of that can be blamed, whether you like it or not, for Punk leaving, I think. Um, this yeah. kind of gap, potential, potentially, we've got in the, in the Mania card. But hey. One, one thing just crossed my mind. Oh, yeah. If Reigns leaves or turns on them or however you want to put it, right? He faces... He has a feud with um, Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is kind of cast aside, right? Well, uh, no, 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 no. I yeah. think that's a good thing. Okay. Daniel Bryan was at one point kind of a not well, not a drift, but like I think Rollins on his own, people will start to watch his matches and go, actually, maybe he was more talented than I realized. They, you they, know, you're, they might well absolutely. Um. The interesting, the interesting. I think him on his own might be a good way to get him over. Just let him breathe. He can talk. He's a great wrestler. He looks all right. Why not? What, the, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of his. The interesting thing is, yeah, uh, there is a rumor to keep the shield even after Reigns leaves and to have another big man in there instead. Really? Mm. That'll feel like when they took Hogan at the NWO and put an X Pac. Feel odd. Yes. I think it would feel strange. I think it would be like, it's, it's like with, a, I know I make a lot of musical, uh, what's the word? Um, what, comparisons. It's like if you go see your favourite band and see the singers change. You go, what? Yes. This doesn't, even if the singer's better, it just doesn't feel quite right. No, I completely, yeah, no, I, completely, I agree completely. Um, they sorry. could, they could, I don't know who they, they could put in Goldberg. And it'd be brilliant at first, but then you go, hey, really? I want my classic shield, you know? Yeah, you're right. Um, so I guess what, watch this space, what they're going to do. Um, I've got a feeling that they're going to break up at Elimination Chamber when really it should be after Mania or even at WrestleMania at some point, you know? I mean, I, I tend to think that the reason that they've kind of rushed 
Shield versus the Wyatts. It's so they can have a match now and then a big bluff match at Mania. Yeah, maybe. Because at the, I tell you what, wasn't it a nice moment? The Shield one side of the ring, the Wyatts the other oh, side. Oh, that was that was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, the crowd, the crowd were loving it, and I thought, oh no, it almost feels like they're doing this one pay per view too early, you know? Yeah, that is true actually. But do you know what was cool about it? What? This is John Cena. I I thought this for a while anyway, but John Cena did that promo about the young guns, as it were. Yeah. Three men on one side, the Wyatts. Three men on the other side, the Shield. 18 months ago, these guys weren't even on the roster. And these six guys are in the ring at or near enough, and the place is going nuts. It is. Say what you want about the fact that Triple H is now one of the big guys in the company. But since he has been, a lot more guys have got a chance. Can't deny that. Cannot, cannot deny that. I mean, NXT has got interested. Interesting, sorry. I, I, I'm a big fan of NXT, as you know. So. And the weird thing is, I thought it would go tits up. Because I thought nothing would be better than OVW as a development territory. But hell, will I be proved wrong? I hope so. Well, you might want an, an interesting quote. It was either from uh, Wade Kelly or Dave Meltzer. I can't, I can't remember. PW yeah. Talk to the Wrestling Observer. But they said, if you want to see what the future of WWE is going to be like when... When Triple H takes over, watch NXT because that's exactly what they feel like it's going to be like when Vince dro- when Vince goes. Well, that more indie feel and the more mat based wrestling based stuff. Yeah, the more the more indie feel, the the less focus on like twenty minute in ring promos that don't you know what I mean and things like that, and more potentially more about the wrestling and the fact that I'm having a match because I'm better than you kind of thing. You know, like 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 we like proper old school. I hope so. <coughs> I mean, in a way, it's hard to believe because you think, hang on, did Triple H really work the indies much? Surely not. He was snapped up pretty young. But if that's his style, I'm all for it. There you go, Mike. He could be, if if this is all true, I think his contribution as a manager, not a manager, you know what I mean? Yes. Booker, whatever could be a lot greater than his contribution as a wrestler. Because as a wrestler, there's a lot better. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he's in the um, he's in the he's in obviously in the top fifty percent, let's say. But yeah, he's he's yeah. not he's not top tier. And you could even make an argument for him being or not being in in the, on the next shelf as well. So exactly. I mean, I heard Jim Cornette said it the other day that the only people you ever heard talking about Triple H as a legend. Is the commentators on Raw? Yeah, that, and it's true. Unfor- yeah, unfortunately, it is. And I'm not being funny. I think if Punk never comes back, he arguably is going to be remembered more fondly than Triple H in terms of making an impact in ring style and his promos. Yeah, you might be right actually. And I'm not just saying that. I am a CM Punk fan. I'm not, yeah. but I'm not just saying that because because obviously we like CM Punk. I genuinely think that um, unless WWE try and skew history completely, that yeah. down the road more people will are going to remember Punk for his primaries and his wrestling than Triple H. That's all. He did cause quite the impact. However, worked some of those shoots were or whatever is down to the individual. I personally don't think they were that much, but with him. Yeah, he. I think he opened a few doors as well. Uh, yeah, I, I think no punk, no Daniel Bryan, as we as we. You're know probably now. right. You're probably right. And without those two, probably no Rollins or Cesaro. Yeah. And speaking of such things. Yes. 
I watched an NXT match the other day that a lot of people have talked about, but I'd never seen. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of it. They have a guy down there called Sami Zayn, right? Right. And Sami Zayn had a two out of three falls match with Antonio Cesaro. Wow. Fucking hell. It, it's great. It's so good. Yeah. It's only 18 minutes long. If you see, it's not some one-hour Broadway. But in that 18 minutes, you just watch it and go, oh, my God. <laughs> this, this is just brilliant. <laughs> it's, I mean, it is, it's, I don't know if it's quite the same level, but it's not far behind Triple H Undertaker last year's Mania. Wow. It's, it's so good. Cesaro with his freakish strengths, uh, Zane, who I'm, I'm guessing you won't know that well, his sort of technicalness and his speed and the kind of never give up attitude that obviously they're bang on about, but he seems to have so well done. So good. I mean, if anyone out there has not seen Cesaro versus Sami Zayn, get it. YouTube it, anything. It's so good. You know, you, you know, I said to you the other day, right? You said to me the other day that that say to your girlfriend, watch these three matches. I never mentioned wrestling again. I'm putting that in. You're putting that in the three matches. It's that good. It is that good. There you go. There you go, boys and girls. A massive. Is it, is it a case of it's so good? Do you think then Cesaro is, Cesaro is completely wasted with Jack Swagger? I well, to an extent. I mean, would, would you have him as a singles guy, upper mid-tier, looking to, by the end of the year, um, be a main eventer? Well, I'm, the thing is, in the same way that Daniel Bryan being in a tag team was weird, but got showed how good he was and showed how fun he can be, Yeah, I'm thinking similar with Cesaro. Swagger is crap. Well, that's the problem. You've got Zeb Coulter, who's good, Swagger is rubbish, and Cesaro, who's really good, but... Uh, for me, arguably in the wrong kind of a tag team to show his true talent, you know? I don't think we'd have ever seen stuff like the giant swing, though, if you see what I mean, if he stayed solo. That's, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. I think solo, who was bloody good, but a little bit boring persona-wise. I still don't think the character and gimmick he has is quite right. But in the ring... Yeah, he's he's a lot of fun to watch, and the strength of the man is just ridiculous. I know, I know, it is. And you see bits of that in the Zayn match. He's just freakishly strong. I mean, he's only two hundred and thirty-two pounds. That's less than I was when I was at my heaviest. Well, they... <laughs> it's what? weird. Oh, granted, I guess we look completely different, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Would he be a contender to win Money in the Bank this year? I bloody hope so. There you go. I think so, yes. I think if he won it, it would be brilliant. And hopefully he's more successful than dear old Damien. What, the, the snake? Yeah. No, oh, this... Sandow! Yes. No, the, uh, the snake. Um, well, well, he, he was a terrible champion. <laughs> he, he, he was, he was. I'm sure he still drew more money than Kevin Nash, but never mind. Um, uh, oh dear, yes, yes. Ke- is, of... Kevin, is Kevin Nash, the, in your opinion, the least drawing WWE champion ever? I don't know. <laughs> so basically, no you're not saying yes, but you're not saying no. Well, let's be honest. I've always quite liked Kevin Nash. Yep. Until the last few years when he's kept going when his legs don't want to. 
he's I've always found him quite charismatic and good enough in the ring and fun. In terms of when he was the champion for a year, I hate to say it, but I just don't know because I'm far too young. Ah, oh. yeah, I, I don't even mean by Kevin Nash. He's a re- he's a obviously you no know, stay away from the ring when you can at the moment. But <laughs> from a wrestling personality point of view, um, you know, WWE seem to be obsessed with having obviously a general manager and stuff, and he fits yeah. the bill. I think either on SmackDown or Raw. I think he'd be quite good at that. Yeah, he's always been very funny. Yes. He's very funny and very likable. Yes. In the ring, like I say, he's good enough. He's fine. There's better. But let's be honest. He was going to be remembered as a legend, and it's not a lot to do with him in the ring. No. It's to do with his mic work, how funny he was, and being part of the NWO. Yes, yes. And the, and the reason that he worked as part of the NWO is because he was a heel who had charisma. You know? Yeah, yeah, he helped make the NWO cool. Exactly. He and that he and Hall made it very especially Nash, actually, made the NWO not just bad guys, but really cool heels. Yes. And he'll also um he's the only person that's ever lost to a poke. Oh god, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah. Um I think they make way too much fuss out of that. I is it a case of, is it because, basically, he just beaten Goldberg, which yeah. wasn't great in the first place, and then the poke thing happened, and it seemed to be two, for a lot of fans, controversial things almost in succession, and it was just a bit too much. Whereas, had they spread them apart somehow, it wouldn't have been as bad, maybe. I tend to think that the... Yeah, I don't know if, uh, exactly how right I am about this, this makes any sense... I think the the main event of Starcade '99, which is Goldberg Bret Hart, yeah, that should have been the main event of Starcade '98 instead of Nash. Yeah. Let's be honest. At the time, Nash was booking, and he and he said in interviews that the reason we went with it is because people were starting to turn on Goldberg a bit, and no one else wanted to challenge him and have that belt. Which I, which I personally don't know if I believe, but let's be honest. In the other corner of that locker room, you had a Bret Hart still just about young enough, still had some juice, and still fresh in the memories of WWE fans to make an impact, and they didn't pick him. Idiot! Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. And like TNA is now, it's full of bizarre... That around the WCW, when it was on the downturn, is full of completely bizarre booking ideas, which... Um, if it wasn't full of those completely bizarre booking ideas, they may very well still be around today. It's the sort of thing where, like I said, at the time I loved it, and, and I will defend it for a long time, but, that, but like I said, there is the odd bit where, where you look back and go, oh, Jesus, that was a bit odd. You can't even defend it, you mean? Well, yeah, no, I want to, just of my stubborn nature, but bits of it I can't. I know. Oh, dear. You know, I mean... Mike Awesome is one that instantly comes to mind. Yeah. Mike Awesome, as that 70s guy, was fucking funny to me when I was 15. <laughs> well, <there. laughs> oh, but then I, But then I saw his match... Then I saw the match where he won the ECW title for the first time and went, oh my God, he's a killer! He's amazing! Brilliant. And should have been a lot more than he was. Yes. Sadly. God bless him. Yeah. 
He's the uh, Christopher Daniels of today. No. Um, yeah, but Dan- Daniels is fucking funny as well, as we saw. That he, he is, isn't he? He is, he is. Wasted, wasted at the TNA roster yeah. at the moment. Um, so, there you go. I don't know what WWE would really do with him, though. No, I don't know either, to be honest. Um, he could walk into main event of Jarrett's new place. He could. Yeah, he's much more likely to, to be more successful in Jarrett's or TNA than, obviously, WWE. But then again, we've had, obviously, Daniel Bryan. We've obviously had CM Punk, Christopher oh, Daniels. Once again, Mike, if we were in the 99 era or if we were back um, yeah, around yeah. the WrestleMania 3 era when the yeah. Intercontinental Champion meant something, yeah, I think Christopher Daniels could have been a great one. What if he was around at that time? Yeah. I mean, you know. Um, I, but I, th- I think now is a better time for him. There is, but the problem is, Mike, in terms of he's going to be, he'd probably be in that position. He'd hold the belt like Dean Ambrose or hold the Intercontinental yeah. Champion and it really won't mean much or anything. Those titles really do not mean anything at all. Sadly, I see exactly what you mean now. Um, you know, uh, I mean, Lucker, I think they've, they've improved the Tag Team Championship somewhat. It does, oh, yeah. It does mean something. The crowd actually really care now about the matches. And I think a lot of it can be thanks to the Shield and obviously, you know, potentially more on, on, in a face kind of way, obviously Cody Rhodes and Goldust. I'd put, uh, <coughs> I'd put the Usos in there oh, as well. Yeah, and the Usos. They have, that for the first time, I think, in years, Oh yeah. They have, a, they, they have seemingly a good tag team division and one that people actually care about when it gets to the championship or the tag team bout on the card, be it Raw or or pay-per-view. I think it's one of the, as I said, I think a couple of times, one of the biggest successes of Raw going three hours is the resurgence of the tag team division. Because as you say, when Goldust and Cody Rhodes come out, I think, fantastic. Yes. This is going to be great. I think the same thing with the Usos. And like Raw this week had like three tag team matches and they were all good. They were. They were. They were, they were brilliant. And I, it's a bit like, don't break Cody Rhodes up uh, with, with Goldust. I mean, these people need to be tag teams for the rest of the year. Okay, okay. Uh, what, uh, let's be honest, you break them up, where are they going to go a single, single form was really? I think, I think Cody could have a big success. I don't know what Goldust would do. Yeah, he, but then again, where was he before Goldust, really? I mean, he's, he, they've kind of toyed with him being in the main event and then not, and then toyed with him a bit and then not. Stop started, all, almost like Mark Henry, except Cody was far more entertaining. Don't you think, though, in a couple of years' time, Brian versus Rhodes could be quite a match? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But I think the longer he is with Goldust, when he does go for that single thing, the better it is for Cody. I, I see what you mean. I, actually, I'd probably agree with that. I think I, I think I agree. And also, he can learn so much from his brother. Yeah, he can. I don't think, I, to be honest, I don't know if there's much else he needs to learn. He, I've always been a Rhodes fan. I think he's bloody good. Uh, but I, I, I was when he beat Rey Mysterio uh, at WrestleMania, I was delighted. That sort of thing a couple of years ago. But indeed, he, he's in. He's at a point now where if he and Goldust and get to the point of super team, if you see what I mean, yes. When they split, he will be straight to the top. Yeah, potentially if, he will if be. it's if it's done right. If it, yeah, if it's done right, I mean, you can have a nice feud with him and his brother, maybe for like a pay per view. Don't stretch it too long, you know. Like yeah. you know, uh, I mean, even Mania no, next year, I, for example. I don't know if I would do that. I think I would have. I'd wait a year or so, 
and do a Goldust retirement angle. Oh, that'd be good. And Goldust retires and lets and he says to Rhodes, "Look, you can be world champion. Go, go for it." A bit, and almost a bit like he is. Almost a bit like um, when Edge retired, he did that with Christian. Yeah, and in a weird way, Farouk and JBL. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. <sighs> okay, oh, that's good. Mm. So Monday Night Raw. Yes, darling. Other than I really enjoyed that um, the uh, the uh, six man tag match, the first one where they get with the Shield versus uh, obviously Goldust, Cody Rhodes, and Rey Mysterio. That was really good. That, what a that, nice that, little match! It wasn't. They gave him a good amount of time, which is what you need to give these young wrestlers. Give them time to, sh- to to get over. Yeah. Uh, but obviously Goldust and Rey are old, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But, yeah. But had they been... given time to get over, and and they gave him time, and they they were brilliant. It Great was, match. And had that been on, a, you know, most pay-per-views, I would have been more than happy with that. Me too. So. I'm going to yell for a bit because I'm trying to move across the room slightly to grab a jumper and still keep my head... Well, he, he, as Mike moves, move, move, moves, moves, moves. I, I smell a segue. Uh, yes, yes. I, I can't think of one. From, from moving to the bottom of the card... Well done. The top. Who shouldn't be there, Randy Orton? No. Um, oh, <laughs> this guy, Randy Orton, for God's sake. Seriously, though, Mike. He comes... I mean, we start Raw. Triple H comes out with Stephanie. Again, we have the same promo, pretty much. That's last week, yeah. Again, Randy Orton comes out and says, I want to be the face again. Danny Bryan comes out. Okay, but we've seen it all before. Fans, obviously, you know, mad for, mad for Mr. Bryan. Triple H says... I'm doing what's best for business, and Brian's not going to be in a match. Obviously, you know, playing playing the whole heel thing. What did Brian do at the end? He had a schmoz with Kane, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. I think it was that. I know. Actually, schmoz isn't the right word. Schmoz, if I've got this right, is a wrestling slang term for just a huge brawl in like 10 people. It wasn't I, even that, was it? It was two of them, yeah, so I should have said that, really. Yeah. Right, they had a fracas. They, they, they had a fracas. Uh, yeah, whatever, Kane. Go away. I don't really see why... Um... Do you think the authority angle is over? I mean, they're, 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 they are heels, but then yeah. they'll do silly things like um, hug Betty White, you know, at the beginning of the show when, when she came out, and then they'll... Can I say Betty White was fucking funny? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm going to kick some ass! But the problem is, Mike, that apparently they've wanted her on Raw for years. Oh, Didn't yeah. do much at all, did they, with her, really? Well, to be fair, she's pretty old. I know, but she could... I mean, she could have at least gone out there and helped commentate on a match or, uh-huh. or, or basically made a match Are at some sure? point. Yeah, yeah, it would have been for no. But she could at least stood in the ring and went, well, as I'm the guest here and I'm allowed to make a match, I'm going to make whatever, you know, like make a nice Daniel Bryan versus someone match or something. You know what I think they should have done slightly differently with her, true? Um, Justin Bieber, he's the... No. <laughs> but it's true. It is true, of course it is. And if you look and if you look at all the bad press he had last year, you predicted it, Mike. Um, I, did, I predicted <laughs> he was going to be a twat, and he is. Yes, Justin Bieber... Predicted by Mr. Chalkley. I saw from the beginning, how could giving a 16-year-old kid, or 19 as he is now, a shitload of money and access to booze, drugs and mansions possibly go wrong? Of course it went wrong. He's a 16-year-old with access to booze, cash, mansions and a billion dollars. He's not going to be sensible. He's not going to tuck it away for a pension, is he? 
He's going to snort himself to whatever. Unfortunately, yeah, well, yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Uh, quite funny. Um, so, um, saying it as a fan of real music, I find it quite funny. As a f- and that made me sound like a turtle twat then when I said real music, but you know what I mean. I do. Yeah, you do. So. Yes, darling. Uh, Betty White. Betty White. Yeah, I honestly thought it was some kind of weird um, angle involving, what's, what was it they used? Rehypnol or something bizarre. But it turned out for some reason they wanted to make her poo. That's a bit harsh. I know, but, uh, and it, yeah, I, I just think the whole thing was a bit wasted, that's all. Well, well Billy Gunn felt felt wasted at the end of it. He did, really? he did didn't he, with his, uh, with his uh, was it spaghetti hair? Scrambled egg. Scrambled egg, that's the one. <laughs> I saw a bloke on TV earlier on who had exactly the same scrambled <laughs> egg hair he used to have. Oh, no. And I thought, I wish James was sitting next to me right now. I really do. Scr- scrambled egg. It's true. If you're doing scrambled egg, but it's, you do it a bit too long, so it's not creamy anymore, it's more lumps. That's his hair, so in 2005. <laughs> Right, <laughs> it always makes me laugh. But okay, it's, true. it's damn true. Well, from 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 scrambled eggs, if you eat too much of it, it can clog your bra- your bowels up. To uh, if you listen to too much of this guy, it can make you not want to. It can make you not want to watch wrestling. Randy Orton. Uh, How did you make the leap from clogging your bowels up to not watching wrestling? Uh, no idea. No idea. What you should have gone... I, I I don't normally correct a segue. No, but let's go. Let's do it, Mike. Do it. Let's fuck it. Let's do it. I know we can be honest with you. What you should have gone is like, from something that can clog up your colon to someone who makes you explode with... Oh, oh hang on. <laughs> I had something brilliant. Someone that makes you go... Ah, I've got it! From something where too much of it can make you constipated to someone who makes you go for a poo break every time he's on TV, Randy Orton. Oh, very, very good. Thank you, darling. Very, very good. So, so yeah. So I mean, darling a lot tonight, aren't I? Yeah, we are. Well, I, 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 what else should I say? James, you fuck quick, get on with it. So, I don't know, all I was going to say is... For the record, you know I don't mean that. Once, once again, Randy Orton proved to me... That he can't. Cut. Ah, fuck! He can't. He cannot cut a promo. Sorry, I. Uh, you disappeared for a minute when I whacked up a wire with my foot. Say it again. Sorry. Randy on can't cut. Still can't cut a promo. Still the same. Uh, did you know he peaked in two thousand and four? He did. He, he, apparently, he did. I, I watched his um. On the, I watched his heel turn. Not his heel turn. His face turn. Uh, on the video, when he, when he, well, uh, after after he peaked in that match where he won the belt against uh, Chris Benoit. Oh yeah, and you then see, he sp- then he was kind of cool. And then he spat at Triple H, and I thought from that moment it was all downhill. It um, was. <laughs> yeah, and here we are. Here yeah. we are in 2014. Did you like the fact that John Cena said um, him and Randy Orton had been on top basically for the last ten years? And I thought, yeah, in a way, you're right. Maybe the last seven or eight, and it's been really boring. Well, to be honest, I was more thinking, uh, Cena's thing I thought was fine, but what what along those lines I thought was on, you're sitting there watching a match with Cena and Orton, and you hear Michael Cole saying, these are two of the best of all time. No, they're not. (laughs) No, to be fair. There's one, maybe one and a half best of all time. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> the to... one being Cena. It was a quite a good match. I'll give him that. It was. This is, they they generally deliver the goods. They have very they have had some amazing matches. Unfortunately, they've been having amazing matches for as you say for nine and a half years. Yes. Um, and yeah. after a while, you just go ah. And, let, and let's be honest. I I think for the next two or three years, a Cena Randy Orton match will never or I don't think it will really sell a pay per view. So keep them apart, please. Well, they, they mentioned this was the last time they're going to do it, but I'm sure at some point over the last three or four years, they mentioned this is the last time they're going to wrestle anyway, because um, it did ring a bell. Um, so there you go. Well, most wrestling matches do. Hey! Hey! Uh, oh, awesome. Awesome, Mike. Let's hope you're, let's hope you're, we're, we're, all, we're this much on form when we watch WrestleMania. Well, no one can hear us. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, I'm sure we will be on this form of WrestleMania because we'll be awake. Yes, we will be. We'll be. We will be. Well, well, hopefully, <laughs> we will be awake. We'll be eating lunch, enjoying WrestleMania. Hopefully, uh, and and a good, uh, you know, a nice solid WrestleMania card. Would you mind if a couple of chums joined us as well? Absolutely not. That I assume that you would say that, but I thought I'd check. Absolutely, the because more, I'm, the I'm, more thi- the I'm thinking of inviting most of the people who listen to WW Pod. Email us at wwpodcast at googlemail.com. <laughs> want to come round to Mike's. Tweet us at WWPod. We've got quite a large living room. It's fine. The more the merrier. I'm looking forward yes. to it. Me too. Um, but to be honest, at the moment, and I'll be honest with you, I'm more looking forward to it to get to hang out and watch Mania with other wrestling fans rather than on, <laughs> on my own. Which I was sound, waiting for that, yeah. yeah <laughs> than the actual WrestleMania event itself, which, you know what I mean? Like, you'll, you'll either watch it live or you'll watch it when you come back from work on the Monday. Yeah. No one in the house I'll really watch what's wrestling. You're the only fan. And then yeah. you click away, enjoy it, and then that, you know, and that's it, basically. Um, so Along those lines, yes. <laughs> yeah. There is a WrestleMania party in Leicester Square, London, isn't there? Yes, I heard about this. Which I'm not going to, but there you oh, go. Oh, my. I'm wondering whether it's worth going going to one year, maybe. It, it does sound like fun, but when you think about it, staying up till four o'clock in the morning is quite difficult anyway. Doing it when you're pissed... Oh, that's you, the problem, isn't it? Yeah, so like, You will pay no attention to that show. No. No, no, I don't think I don't, I don't think you I don't think you will. Assuming also, you get to the if, end. And also if we're if you're at a, a wrestling party, as it were, with a hell of a lot of wrestling fans, you will be trying to pull. Oh dear, I won't. I I well they you 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 know what I mean. Yes. There's not where gonna be many else? girls there though. I'd imagine yeah, any girl else? that goes is surely gonna have a boyfriend. Yeah, but where else do you meet a gathering of lady wrestling fans? That's true. It, that's my point. And then we'll wake up the next morning, realize we both have girlfriends and go, oh, bollocks! <laughs> and then you look to your left and find we slept with each other. And then uh, we go, oh, again, oh, again, again. I know. Yeah. It happened again. And um, then, yeah, and then we'll go, oh, that's not that bad, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm... I'm get some, you want to get some breakfast? Uh, yeah, so I'm trying to indoctrinate my three-year-old daughter who was watching Raw, parts of it, oh, yeah. and kept saying, Daddy, when is John Cena coming? Which I thought was nice. So there you go. Um... And, oh. uh, but she she was I did teach her she does like Daniel Bryan and she does know when 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 he comes out she will actually go yes yes and poke her hands up in the air so which is good. I've been on a similar project recently with my twenty six year old brother. Excellent, excellent. Well, we should compare by WrestleMania how good these people are. Well, they're both lovely people, I'm sure. But I oh don't... no, 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 we should compare the yeses. 
I know what you mean. It's like we. I was at a football match, uh, a Brentford match recently, and there's a big. I'm not sure what I'm talking about this There's a big campaign for Boris Johnson, the mayor of London, to give Brentford permission to build a new stadium in West London. Okay. And the the match has been televised on Sky. So in in order to go, try and encourage Boris or whoever was watching to say yes. We were all given about 7,000 people cards that said yes on them. Wow. It was brilliant. So when, and then I, I mentioned the Daniel Bryan thing. So when Brentford scored, there's me and my brother with about 7,000 people holding up cards saying yes, yes. And then, awesome. me, and then me and my brother started doing the Daniel Bryan finger poking. That's not a sexual act. And there I was in a, uh, there I was on Sky. I'm I was on camera, but I was there in front of a TV camera, Sky Sports, and my brother going, "Yes, yes, yes!" Oh, best story of the day, Mike. How great is that? That is awesome. Emerging of of yeah, a couple of the things in life I enjoy. Brilliant. Wrestling and football. Oh, SummerSlam at the Brentford Arena. Um. There you go. Oh, that's a thought. So, we're never going to get it, are we? But I'm not being funny. It's SummerSlam anywhere in England is going to sell out. Oh, please. It would absolutely. <laughs> I think SummerSlam we could get. Mania, probably not. And you could still have it live in America. if Because they, they're going to have it at 7 or 8. So, in America, it's going to be just past lunchtime. You could still have it as a pay-per-view. You know, yeah. live in America. It's just a slightly different time. Oh, well. And would it matter anyway if it's on the network? So there you go. Oh, there's a point. SummerSlam, Wembley Arena, 2015. And then you could be there. I know it's mentioned before. In America, you're watching it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon while you're having a summertime barbecue. I see, I see what I mean. Brilliant. Wouldn't that be brilliant? Sitting there with, a bur- with an overcooked cheeseburger done by your dad or whoever. Yep. Actually, actually, my brother often does the barbecues these days. He's very good at them. And you're watching, you know... Austin, Brian versus whoever, be great. Oh, that would be brilliant. And then, and then Raw at the O2 the next day. Ah, well, they'd have to really, wouldn't they? They're not going to go to America, are they? Be so. still my beating penis. This is a wonderful idea. Yes, yeah, absolutely. But it will be what it will be wonderful. But uh, for the foreseeable future, it's pretty much um, it's going that SummerSlam's going to be at the Staples Center this year. Yeah, I, I find that a bit odd. That they do that every year. I think WWE and Vince McMahon, he loves to rub shoulders with Hollywood, doesn't he? Or make any mention, potentially, of it. Yes, he does. That's a good point. That's why, I think. Because it's like SummerSlam, biggest party of the summer. Have these Hollywood blockbuster, for example, you know, know, uh, parties for SummerSlam. And you have the chance of having a Hollywood star get involved with SummerSlam at some point, even if they're tweeting it or actually at the show in the audience, you know? And they could give Maria Menounos another random match in front of 12 people. Yes, absolutely. A bit random. Cool, but a bit random. Anyway, but what I find a bit odd is that they sell out most places. Or maybe not out, but quite a lot of arenas still. Yeah. And yet, if you have it in the Staples Centre every summer, you it's almost like you're admitting we're afraid it won't sell out somewhere else. Potentially, yeah, you're right. But... Yeah, exactly. so I don't, I don't think it gives the best message. No. It and, might, and is it really not. fair on the rest of the country and no. the world? Exactly. Staples Centre looks like a great venue. It's a massive, it's about 17,000, which is great. But at the same time, I don't know, Anaheim Pond, the Pepsi Arena in New York, there's enough places to do it. The Cow Palace, there's enough places to do it. 
There, there is. I mean, yeah. Would you? Do you think though? At some point, WWE need to do a pay per view in the UK because they do one in Canada now and then, don't they? Uh, I want to see it. Obviously, I don't. But need is a strong word. If you see what I mean. I do. I, I mean, even like a B show, if they just had like WWE one night only, kind of like, like they've done in the past. <laughs> For example, and have a pay per view. I mean, you could do a pay per view at the O2 Arena. They have gone to arenas easily, just as easily, big. So easily. I mean, the, I mean, the O2 is about twenty thousand. Yes. And um, they've done pay per views in smaller places. I know. They, WrestleMania fourteen was at the Boston Garden. That's about seventeen, eighteen thousand. Well, that's yeah. Well, that's O2 size, isn't it? Just short. Says it all. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's going to be a sellout because let's be honest, Raw. Is a sellout at the O2 Arena. SmackDown, not so much, but Raw nearly always is. You don't really see many empty seats on Monday Night Raw. The last few times we've gone, have we? Certainly not. And, and last, the Raw that we saw last year is the best wrestling show, live wrestling show I've seen. Ah, The Undertaker. It was great, wasn't what it? What a surprise, because I didn't see that coming. Oh, it was wonderful. I've, I've seen The Undertaker live. It's great. And through TNA, we've seen Hulk Hogan live as well. Yes, abso- absolutely. I think the, the, only, the only one I would like to see live, but the rest of that I'd like to see in real person that I haven't, is probably The Rock. That's, and it's probably Stone Cold. They're, uh, they're the two that are still left on my list, which I doubt I'm gonna, is it ever going to happen. But. Rock, 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 maybe. Austin, I doubt. Sadly. Sadly, yeah. But yeah, to see either of them live would just, and it was a surprise as well. You just heard the breaking, the breaking glass in the O2. Oh my God. Ow! You just shit your pants, wouldn't you? You would. I I remember seeing, I've seen Bret Hart. Billy Billy Gunn all over again. Yeah, Billy Gunn all over. Yes, yes, yes. Did Billy Gunn peak when he won King of the Ring? When, what year did he win that? 99. Oh, are you saying that Alton peaked in 2004 and Billy Gunn peaked in 99? I think so. Yeah, let's go with that. Yes, he peaked in 99. When did... Uh, if Billy Gunn peaked in 99... Yeah? When did Monty Brown peak? <laughs> Monty Brown? Yes. He didn't. Okay, never mind. Moving on. Now, Monty Brown... Monty Brown peaked in about 2005 in TNA. Just as Christian was arriving. Yes. Well, just before he arrived. And then, in his eyes, I believe Christian got his title run, which in a way is true. And then he... Did not a lot. Do you, do you know who I was reading about the other day? Who? Braden Walker. <clears throat> oh yes. Yes, come on, think, think. He's Remember? one half of uh, with James Storm, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, Chris Harris. The um, I forgot they I forgot what they were called now. Uh, AMW. Yes. Which stands for America. Yes. Don't know. America must most wanted. America's Most Wanted, That's yes. It. That was it. What? They, they were a really good tag team as well, They were they? a bloody good tag team, and he, and I think he was pretty bloody good as a singles wrestler as well, during the brief run he had. And then he went to ECW, had put on quite a bit of weight, had one match, two matches that I missed, and that was it. I actually didn't know he debuted yet. <laughs> he had come and gone... I was waiting for him to debut because I missed those particular ECW. I was like, when's he coming? When's he coming? When's he coming? You missed him. What? Blinking, you miss him. Pretty much. Well, not well, not when he put on quite a bit of weight, but you see what I mean? Yes. It was a bit odd. And also, wouldn't you keep yourself in better shape for going to WWE? The, uh, the only thing I could think of, the only thing that makes sense is 
he had an injury and didn't want to tell WWE and kind of wanted to work through it. But it was he was injured enough not to be able to lose weight or something. Because otherwise, the other the other thing is is you kind of is it doesn't make yeah you say it, it does not make any sense, does it? Not really. It's a weird one. Shame, shame. He's forty now. Goodness me. He's older than you'd think. Yeah. Wow, that is quite yeah. I wonder what he's up to. So, when did ODB peak? ODB? Yes. ODB hasn't peaked yet because you're still obsessed with her own breasts and vaginal area. <laughs> what a quote. Um, I, 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 I know, whether, you're, whether or not you're entertained by this game, I'm enjoying it, Mike, asking you whether certain wrestlers peaked. No, no, I'm fine with it. ODB is a good wrestler, but this will sound like a weird thing for me to say. She's just vulgar. She's just vulgar. It's like you, it's like you said to me in the TNA audience, you wouldn't bring her home to your mum, would you? No, and is it a case of you'd almost be embarrassed to bring her to the pub with, just with your friends if she was your girlfriend? Yes, because she'd out-drink me. <laughs> she'd out-drink you. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's true. And then she'd be getting out her hip flask and then she'd probably be barred from the pub. <laughs> Imagine, like, I used to host pub quizzes, right? Imagine, and I might be doing it again soon, imagine if I tried to host a pub quiz and she was there. Mm, that's not good, is it? Just yelling everything and just, I don't know, leaving her minge everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, I don't want to sound prudish, especially because I'm Catholic, but you just look at her and think, have a bath. Have a bath. Yeah. Unless it's me talking. Uh, so, 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 so you're not. When did Gangrel peak? Gangrel, yeah. Gangrel peaked the other day when I saw a photo of him on Facebook. Okay, who is winning the fight between Gangrel and Kevin Thorne? Oh, vampire versus vampire. <laughs> Absolutely. The winner would be the audience. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> they... <laughs> There you go, mate. Yeah. <laughs> You're killing me. Um... <laughs> Which is ironic because that's what vampires tend to do. They, they, they do. They do, don't they? Yeah. Well, certainly the ones that I've met. Who was Kevin Thorne's uh, manager or valet? Ariel. Ariel. Her real name was oh, what was it? Because she went to TNA for a bit as well. She did, didn't she? She did, and looked very fit. And she was, and I'm sure somewhere still is. But the thing with her is that she claimed she left TNA to be in an Italian horror film, right? Which is fine. But then I heard why the other reason, which is she was backstage at a TNA party telling people how high she was. Right. Whoops. That might be the reason. That's not the best advert in a, a wrestling company. No. Unless you're Jeff Hardy. Yes, yes, because it means you can't get sacked. Yeah, exactly. Oh dear. Yeah. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy. But you know and what? Yet, and the... yet he's still in a job, and Matt isn't. Yes, the WWE would. Uh, do you feel in Jeff Hardy the WWE would take him back in a second? Oh, I, I don't know. It depends how wise they are to what he's been up to, which I'm assuming is fairly. 
Let's be honest, I think they'd want him to go through rehab again and then they take him, just to make sure he's clean, if you see what I mean. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't want to take any risk. Yeah, it's a case of, if they did take him back, would they trust him with the title? Now that there's only one title now, I doubt it. I doubt it as well. Um, so, there you go. He'd be, he'd be IC champ again, and then sell it for drugs, and then... <laughs> Well, there you go. That's, uh, there we are. And then eventually he has sold all his clothes and he's and clearly just wearing the belt to hold up his trousers. The one pair of trousers he still has because the rest of it burnt down. Oh. His <laughs> oh, caravan burnt down, didn't it? His house, I think. Well, there you go. Apparently, Antonio Cesario has been renamed as Cesario. Just Cesaro. Cesaro, yeah. And Biggie Langston has been renamed as Biggie. News just in. Breaking news, boys and girls. Why? Don't know. I think Big E Langston sounds quite cool. Big E just sounds like a rapper. Which he's... Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's not far off, is it? Yeah. Well, there you go. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea why. Madness. S- 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 mm. No, madness. Hey, well, there, well, there you go. Um, Interestingly... I, I, before we do that, I am quite surprised that there weren't more CM Punk charts at this Raw, in particular. There's quite a few. Yeah, yeah, there's they, fairly, uh, yeah. Um, but they, they they seem to manage them quite well, I think, the way that, you know, WWE, basically they yeah. didn't really, obviously they didn't acknowledge them as such, and then just carried on talking, not really allowing the chance to get much steam. I, I think they did as best as they could, yeah. It's a very, it's very difficult, it must be, if you're, if you're out there and they're chanting for someone who's pissed off. But yeah, that, that must be very difficult. But they dealt with it as best they could, I think. Yeah, um, it's it's going to be interesting to see it, if at all it does come to a head at some point. And it, I, as you said, I think if it does, it's going to be WrestleMania. I do hope so. It, that I just hope that's not the most entertaining part of WrestleMania. The uh, crowd taking over. We we it will be fun. We need to stay positive. Uh, we will, we will. But that's about it. That's that's about it from us, Mike. So in terms of positive, leave us with something positive, Mike, for the week. One, two, and one, two, three, four. Happiness, happiness, the greatest gift that I possess. I thank the Lord that she's left me and I've lost my wallet. Oh, bugger. Good night. Monday Night Raw, the WWE, sports entertainment, entertainment entertainment, the state of Florida, the country of the United States, the Western Hemisphere, the planet Earth, the heavens above, the galaxies, the crap that you love, the universe, and now. Game. Yeah.